It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. It's cold out there, but at least it's sunny, right? <laughs> it is very cold, isn't it? Yeah. I'm trying exactly. to look, at, look for the positives like we seem to be doing in the markets these days. What is going on? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about you as well, Simi. So much news to report in the past uh, week or two weeks, isn't there? I mean, when we take a look at uh, global equity markets, they have, of course, continued to pull back for a second week in a row, clearly a result of uh, the Russia-Ukraine situation. And U.S. markets are back to the lows that uh, that were reached back in January, which is an important level to hold really in the near term. This could be a sign of a, a double bottom. Um, we don't want to see that break in uh, the near term here. And since last Wednesday, U.S. markets are down close to 4%. Uh, the TSX, so Canadian markets and global markets are down close to 3%. And the S&P is now in its first correction since March of 2020, which means a loss greater than 10% from the highs. And again, we know what's in the news. I mean, we saw U.S. President Biden said that Russia's begun an invasion uh, after Putin ordered troops into two pro Russian breakaway regions in eastern Ukraine. And, and as a result, Biden announced sanctions, right? And, and so this is kind of what we've been waiting for to see what's, what's going to happen. And uh, the, the buildup to this, if you watch CNN or Fox or any of those uh, news channels, uh, you know, you're, you're bracing for it. And so, so initially, I mean, uh, some of that information was welcome, but then markets turn around and close lower again. And it's unfortunate, really, because the conflict has really picked up uh, lately at a time when corporate earnings and economic data continue to show strength. Um, you know, we're getting some positive news from uh, when we look at the PMIs for both manufacturing and services. Uh, both are expanding in the U.S. at this time. And, you know, markets have really been hit with uncertainty from all sides. Uh, you know, just reviewing the last three months, uh, we had Omicron, we had uncertainty over interest rates, uh, and now geopolitical uncertainty. And, you know, if, if this wasn't happening today, I think that markets would have already bounced. They were kind of digesting the idea of rates moving higher uh, and earnings were continu continuing to show strength. So I, I don't think we would be where we are today uh, if the Russia-Ukraine situation wasn't happening full force. Right. It, may, it does make the markets very jittery, though, doesn't it? Do you think we're going to be seeing more of that then as the situation progresses? Uh, you know, this is where the markets have to be a guide for us as well as the news that's coming out. And this is why active management to me is so important. You know, I, you can't say to clients, uh, don't worry, everything will be okay. It'll be done in a month. Uh, we just have to assess the situation and, and act accordingly. And, and why the markets are uncertain to a, a certain extent is, you know, the, they're wondering, is Russia going to expand their invasion over the coming days and weeks, resulting in a you know full-blown war, which, you know, again, we don't have the answers to a lot of this. How is conflict going to impact energy prices in Europe, right, and around the world? I think this is a big one. Uh, how are sanctions going to impact global growth and the recovery? And so, so those, those kind of three areas are what's um, mostly uncertain for markets, and that's what markets don't like. Uh, but again, remember, uh, these situations are all different from one another historically, uh, and you usually uh, see a dip initially upon invasion um, and maybe a slight sell-off, but then markets tend to pick up again, right? So again, it's it's something that you have to watch and you have to act accordingly. Um, you know, we already had 10 
you know, 15% cash in the portfolios now. And, uh, and again, we're, we're not uh, worried to raise more uh, because again, there's always an opportunity to buy at a certain point as well. Right. So again, you want to see that this thing kind of comes and goes quickly, but uh, just be prepared that, you know, it, it could last for a few weeks even. Um, and, and that's what sell-offs do, but they don't last forever. Right. So also keep that in mind. And this is a time when you should be uh, holding high quality companies in, in your portfolio. Uh, you know, we don't have any exposure to high risk companies or really high valuation companies. Uh, so we've held in a lot better, uh, much, much better than the markets. Right. So it sounds like then there is a move, a little bit of a move kind of towards safety when we see something like this happening on the international stage. You talked about high value companies, like solid companies and keeping some cash. Yeah. Again, you want to avoid high valuation companies. Uh, you want to have solid companies. When I think of that, you know, Microsoft and Apple and things like that, uh, some of the banks, um, staples and utilities uh, and even telecommunications, they've been doing well. You just have to be um, aware that those sectors could all change very quickly, right? Like if this kind of um, it only lasts a few weeks and, you know, sentiment changes again. And, and one of the silver linings could be out there is that, you know, will the U.S. increase interest rates uh, as aggressively as they once were, uh, be, given uh, the situation that, you know, global uh, the global economy could, uh, you know, slow slightly uh, because of the situation that's going on. So, so there could be that silver lining and then the markets could turn, right? If they believe that interest rates are not going to move up um, as high or as quickly as we once uh, thought. So again, those are things to watch. And, and so what's been hit the hardest this year, consumer discretionary stocks, um, as well as technology. And so, again, if sentiment changes, you can actually see those sectors pop. But again, when you're going through a correction, yes, some of your right cash, uh, some fixed income, mm -hmm. uh, you know, staples, utilities, some of those more defensive areas are going to get you through this. And again, this is what you want when you're going through a period of softness. You don't run for the hills. You don't sell your whole portfolio. Right. Uh, you know, you, you got to assess the situation and not all stocks are created equal when you're going through a situation. And so you want to make sure that you're keeping uh, those high quality ones in your portfolio. So when the markets do turn, uh, you're not left in the dust, right? And that's the problem if, if you're holding too much cash or all cash is that when the markets turn, you wouldn't be ready for that. So again, that's why you want an active manager uh, to, again, right. assess the situation so you can sleep at night. Okay. So, but this was happening, this is happening, I should say, all at a time when it seemed like the economic data that was coming out, particularly from the United States, was quite positive. Well, exactly. And that's the thing, right? So, um, you know, when you have the positive um, fundamentals underlying our economy right now here in Canada or the U.S., as we're coming out of the pandemic, remember, no one's even really talking about that right now, but that that is also important, right? I mean, um, you know, we don't, are, we're not seeing the, the restrictions that we were once seeing. And so, again, having people be able to move around freely is also going to be positive for economic activity. So, again, if this geopolitical situation um, diminishes uh, or the risk diminishes, you're going to see the markets turn, in my opinion, and we're going to see them turn quickly. So again, you just have to be ready for that. And so we studied some examples uh, in the past that show that after an invasion has occurred, markets can sell off, you know, 5% plus 
but tend to recover those losses or or more than the losses uh, in the following month or so. And we're looking at like the Vietnam War, the Gulf War, Iraq War, uh, the Crimean crisis. So again, it's not, you know, the first time we've seen something like this. And again, you just have to assess the situation, make sure you're in the right areas, um, have a little powder dry as what we mean by cash. Uh, and then what are the plans to move forward, right? You got to be ready for that as well. All good advice. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week and stay warm. Oh, you too. That is Lori Pinkowski. She's the Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly with all your questions, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.